back, everyone, to another ride along with Jeff and Colleen. Hello. Colleen is behind the wheel, and I am next to the recording device. You're you're maintaining and managing. I am the recording device. I am maintaining and managing the car driving situation. That is true. Mm-hmm. And we're in a bit of traffic right now. Yeah. Yep. Par for the course. But anyway. I have a saga story. Oh, okay. And it involves a, a number of, of things, and it it ends up kind of funny. Okay. So, the church I went to when I was younger, we got a trip together to go to Super Password. Oh. Go watch the movie, the television show being taped. Huh. So. I don't think I knew this about you. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And uh, uh, a good friend of mine, Holly Wynn, and a bunch of folks from the church. Mm-hmm. And so we were watching the show, and I can't remember if it was at the beginning or the end. And I think it was at the beginning where they drew a name uh-huh. to win a prize. And the prize was a typewriter. Mm. Okay. But it was like one of those early... Word processing typewriters? Right. Oh. And so... Some kind of a nicer one. Yeah. Okay. And it had a little screen where you could yeah, yeah. see the letters and you could correct it before it actually typed it. So it was like... Kind of a pre-computer, sort of. Yeah. It was a processor. Yeah. So, they said, and the winner of the, you know, brother, blah, 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 typewriter is Jeff. And said my name, and I jumped up, and they ran, (laughs) some guy ran over on the microphone. Yeah. And he said, well, congratulations. And for some reason... When I went to college and I studied acting, I mean, that was kind of one of the fun things is you could be whoever you wanted to be. You sure. could Any character and you could have an accent or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he said, where are you from? And and I, I said, I'm from Dallas. Oh, my and, God. And so, you did not. All my friends are looking at me like, you are high. You are not from Dallas. And, you know, well, we got, I'm here with all my friends right here, you know, and I just went into this this accent. And, oh my you know, my God. friend Holly's just, just bowling over laughing, hitting my side like, you know, come on. And so I, uh, we got through the thing. You know, everyone's just shaking their head like, oh, it had to be Jeff. You know, just acting acting a fool. And so, I think eight weeks later, I came, it's a long time, I'd forgotten about it. Oh, my gosh. And I got a little thing in the mail. We tried to deliver it, but you were not home. And so, I went down to the <laughs> post office, and I got my... Word processor. Time. Yeah. And so... I opened it up, and, you know, it was pretty amazing, you know. And I've always 
I I like to write, but I can't write all the time. It's it's hard for me to be creative all the time. But when the muse hits me, I'm all in, and yeah. I just it, it's really it's really amazing when those times come. But it doesn't happen all the time, and so I would type my little you know stories and whatever, and I'd save them onto the <laughs> onto the little disc. And so, one day, I went, I put it in the car. Yeah. And I was going to uh, Vanguard, it was SEC at the time, in Costa Mesa. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, for some reason, I was going down, I can't remember that street, but it was, um, man, I think it was... Red Hill or something. The, the, the street that you can go all the way and go by uh, that BMW place. I, I can't think of Anyway. Yeah. So, a nice a nice street and, and I, was, I was heading down and all of a sudden I heard the police <gasps> uh, sound and I saw the red light and I said, well, what, what did I do? And so... Uh, he, he pulled me over, and see, me being a rebel, there's a lot of good parts to it, but then there's bad parts too. Oh no! And so he said, uh, he said, I pulled you over because you don't have your tag on your uh, on the license plate. Oh! And I said, I said, well, I put it in the front. He said, sir, you you, you can't do that. He said, uh, I'm going to have to write you a ticket, and you're going to have to prove and, and move it, and then, you know, show the fix the ticket, whatever. Yeah. And, um, get it, get it, get it fixed. I'm going to give you 30 days or whatever. Yeah. I said, all right. And then, <laughs> and then he and his, he and his partner, I mean, this is like Irvine or Newport Beach or, I mean, yeah, anyway, so I don't think they were on like full alert, but they were both like just kind of watching me. And well, they looked course. in the back and they said, "Where'd you uh, Where'd you get the typewriter?" <laughs> <laughs> and I said, uh, "I want it on a game show." They both started laughing, just <laughs> laughing. And I said, "I said, sir, look, look you've run my record. I don't get in trouble." Why I would not lie to you, and that is the absolute God's honest truth. And he goes, "Really, really? What show?" And I said, "It was Super Password." <laughs> oh, really? I said, "Yeah." I mean, you know, <laughs> okay. And um, so anyway, it was uh, <laughs> that was a saga of the. Uh, of the uh, word processor. Oh my gosh, that's the funny. The early They brother. thought you stole it. Yeah. <laughs> and there's actually one more bit of uh, uh, bit of information about that. Uh, I lived with my grandma while I went to college, and uh, so I stayed down there during the week and on the weekend. Uh, so I left it at home and I don't know it was a Thursday night and I was out I don't know probably not getting into any trouble 
and I got home and I I noticed that my grandma had a door that had little uh, glass portions of it and one of them was broken out Mm. and so I opened the door and I realized that the house had been robbed (gasps) and so I went down the hall and I looked and they had pulled (laughs) they had pulled the word processor out from underneath the bed wow and left it they just were looking and so I looked in and like her, her drawers were open and her dresser and uh like her uh, little jewelry thing was dumped over and um that was the first time that i can recall after i told her what happened because i i try i tried not to be like overly emotional right but i just you know when she came in she goes what happened to the door i said grandma we were robbed she in the middle of the front room floor she took her purse swung it down hit the ground and said damnable that <laughs> that to my grandma that was very strong that was huge yeah that was a strong expletive from your grandma and so so basically the front door had glass panes in it yeah. The top half of the door had glass yeah. panes, and somebody had knocked out one of the glass panes, reached in, and unlocked the door. Right. And and oh, then, man. unfortunately, that was, it, at that point, I mean, you could just reach in and turn the well, little sure. crank. Exactly. And then after that, we changed the lock so it had to be a key, and we kept the key, you know, in another Somewhere else, area yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That was smart. Yeah. That was so, really smart. She, she called the police. And we said, look, you know, we've got points of handprints and, you know, look, he touched this or whoever yeah, yeah, touched, touched this. this. You know, we can run it for prints. And he just, he kind of looked at me and he just kind of shook his head. He goes, sir, he goes, I, I, you know, this isn't television. You know, this is real life. And we, that's kind of not how it works. And he said, you know. We can do our best, you know, Which, but... Go ahead. Uh, you know, I, I, I think your things are gone, you know, and, and unfortunately this happens in this this day and age. And he says, you know, the lock, you know, you need to change that. So it's a key lock, number one. Number two, you might want to get a dog. So that was, <laughs> that was it. She was so mad. And she... You know, to to some degree, you know, I mean, it was just kind of, you, you felt violated, you know. Well, Somebody absolutely. came in your house, went through your stuff, and took stuff, you know. Right. So. It is a, it is a horrible feeling. It's an yeah. absolutely horrible feeling when you're, you know, when that's what, what happens to you. Um, and I know, because it's, uh, I, I, we've never been robbed in our house. Mm-hmm. We never had anything anybody wanted to take. But um, I, my car was gone through once, mm-hmm. and that even that was just violating. And that was because I accidentally left the car unlocked. That was stupid of me, but I did. Yeah. And it was really unnerving for a while. And um, it's frustrating. But here's the thing that kind of really bothers me about that story is that the police officer 
just said, that's not how it works. That is exactly how it works. They dust for fingerprints. They're supposed, and this was in the what, 70s, 80s? 80s? Yeah, late, late 80s. Yeah, yeah. They knew that fingerprint technology was well advanced at that point in time. Right. So there's no reason why they couldn't have done that. My money says they just didn't have the, the resources to take the time to do it, file the report, which would, you know, take hours to do, and then go chase down any leads or see if it was, you know, so that sucks. That sucks that the cop did that because that's not acceptable. Mm -hmm. Thankfully, police work has come a very long way um, since then, but man, that is really irritating to hear, you know, and for, and I hear it all the time because I listen to true crime pro- podcasts a lot and I hear the stories of how the police didn't do X, Y, or Z, um, or, you know, and a lot of it was well, that they couldn't afford, and it does still happen now. There's a backlog on rape kits for years. So there are all these guys who are committing these crimes and they're getting away with it. <clears throat> and probably doing it to multiple people because there's not enough resources to, you know, process rape kits right now. Mm. I mean, that's really, really, tra- it's a travesty. So there's an organization that actually does, you know, scare up funds to pay for rape kit, um, you know, rape, rape kits to be processed and, ev- and evidence, primarily rape kits, but, um, you know, they, Sexual crimes, they, they process those. They they are paying for that to be done because it's got to stop. And yeah. the only way it's going to stop is if we actually put a stop to it. When when people throw up their hands and go, we don't have the time, we don't have the resources, we don't have whatever, that's when it, that's where, why it's continuing. Right. You know, and, and for me, people who are um, getting their packages delivered at home and then being upset that they're being stolen off the porch. Stop getting your packages delivered at home. You know this happens. The only way it's going to stop is if we stop having things delivered at home. I know it's an inconvenience, but Amazon has lockers. Most places will let you deliver to, um, like, heck, you can rent a mailbox. I know it's stupid that we have to do this in 2019, almost 2020. I, I get that. But you rent a mailbox at either the post office or at like a UPS store. Right. And you can have things delivered to that address. Somebody's there to sign for it and you get your stuff and it's, it's safe. Mm-hmm. We we got ours a couple of years ago. We've had it for like two, three years now. And it's the greatest thing. We don't ever have things delivered to the house because we don't need to. We have a UPS store. Right. It's a pain in the butt. To have to go down there, but it's not that far away, and it's safe and secure. And again, the only way to do to you know stop crime is to stop making it easy for them to do it. Yeah. Sorry. So that was my soapbox. I'll, so, I'll step down now. So the saga of the word, word processor. processor. Yeah. That's quite a. That's funny. Quite a long, long road. I don't remember you telling me. I mean, I think I vaguely remember it, but. It just, it seemed very new to me, so that was kind of cool that I got to hear a new story about you. Yeah, my, I have, I've always had an affinity for Hollywood. And, you know, being, being paid for, you know, art, whether it's creative or whatever, it's always Mm -hmm. been there. And so, I love going back. I love 
watching, actually watching things being done, and it's 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 a lot of fun. And that yeah. time, it got my word processor. That's cool, man. So that's really cool. We we have talked a lot about you know maybe we can have more opportunities uh, coming up, but when they film television shows like an Ellen or a Jimmy Kimmel, it's Monday through Thursday, mm-hmm. and it's tough when you're a contract worker. Yeah. You don't get paid for those days off. Right. Exactly. So. Exactly. Um, anyway, maybe in the future we can see more of that. But yeah, I love that kind of stuff. And and like I said, it it net it netted me a word processor. So that's that. So as we always say, it's always better to ride along with friends. And we thank you so much for riding along with us. And listening to our stories. And we do want to hear from you. Yeah. Have you ever won anything? Either on watching a television show or maybe on the radio. Have you won something that just blew you away? Just maybe you never won anything except for that one time. We want to hear about it. You can go to... um, ridealongpod.com slash connect and find out where we are and leave us a message on social media or you can send us an email at feedback at ridealongpod.com and we'd love to read your story and until next time this is Jeff and Colleen saying see you later bye 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 bye